crazy time because, you know, I'm going through this divorce. It's COVID. There were fires in Santa Cruz. Mm. I had my two kids. I, my business, you know, like, uh, like, knock on wood, it's doing great. But like, I didn't know, you know, like at the time it was yeah. like, who knows? And um, I had a moment of realizing, I had a, a moment of, of, especially it was in the beginning of it. And I was alone in my apartment, in my um, living room in my house. And I realized that I am like, I'm a hundred percent okay. And I'm, and I'm going to be absolutely fine. And I'm yeah. there for myself fully as I'm feeling the difficult emotion of being alone or the difficult emotions of worrying about the future and stuff. And that moment I think is like the biggest gift that I could have gotten from this whole process because mm -hmm. there is nothing like, I don't feel like anything can stop me. I guess just, yeah. you know, it's like, so yeah. So, and, and I can deal with a lot more uncertainty. Taking Out the Mass podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you joined us. Today's episode is with a guest um, named Roni Habib. Roni and I met a long time ago when he was a teacher. Um, he's an educator. He's the founder of EQ Schools. He helps educators around the world learn about emotional intelligence so that they can better serve their students. And as you know, as a former teacher, as a person who talks about emotions a lot and tries to navigate my own emotions in healthy ways, this conversation is really deeply moving in a lot of ways. You know, I reached out to Roni because I um, had learned about some of the uh, unfortunate situation. I'm even trying to think of how to tell you what I was going to say, because sometimes it's hard to talk about difficult topics. Um I reached out to him because I heard about a lot of the students from Santa Clara University who had been <laughs> who had committed suicide. I don't know if you feel it when you hear about these difficult topics. I'm going to start over. And I think that one of the things that I reached out to Roni again about was because he was in a documentary called The Edge of Success. And that documentary filmed um, students and teachers in Palo Alto after there had been a cluster of suicides. And he was going to one of the schools where um, some of this was happening in Palo Alto, right? Right down the street, around the corner from Stanford University, where many kids and many students' families think that they all should be going to Stanford, that they are going to a school that they should be going to the, the top of the top and the pressure sometimes overloads them. If you see the documentary, you'll see young people talking, listing off the, the dozens of AP classes they have to take to feel like they're going to be able to compete. One of the young men in that documentary, The Edge of Success, um, he's one of the students at Santa Clara University who committed suicide. And I reached out to Roni because I, I was went to go watch the documentary and I saw Roni in there. And I said, you know, I haven't talked to Roni in a while. And I reached out to him and asked him, would he be willing to be in this conversation? And he said, yes. 
So I hope that as you hear this conversation between two men, you'll hear it between two educators who really deeply care about young people, about our students, about our community, about people. And I know that sometimes it's hard to hear these topics and we don't go into a lot of detail, so you don't have to worry about any graphic details. But um, for some people, even just hearing it kind of creates a little tension. I hope that it allows you to just think about the people in your life who you may not have checked up on in a while. Maybe the people who always got it figured out, the people who always got all the answers, the people who are always helping others. I think sometimes we need to check on those people. You know, today, um, we just learned of um, Miss America from 2019. Um, the story is that she also committed suicide yesterday. And what I know more than ever in what we're dealing with in our world, over the last two weeks, we've heard of two adults, right, that we know of, famous, wealthy, popular, all the things that sometimes our teenagers are striving for to, to be seen and be liked and be loved and be notarized and be, be known. And we don't even sometimes understand what the pressure is on those people. And so today, more than ever, I just invite you to reach out to people who you love and care about and ask them how they're doing. And maybe when they say fine or good or cool or I'm all right, maybe you go a little deeper and say, yeah, how are you doing for real? Like, tell me more about that. Because maybe they didn't think you cared in the first place. I was with a group of students the other day and I said, why do we always say we are fine when we're not fine? And many of them were like, people don't really care. They don't really care what you got going on. They're just asking you because it sounds good. And often do we answer that same question with the same response because we also feel people don't care. This movement around masks is about heart. <laughs> I was talking to a mentor the other day and I was talking about we got this goal of collecting a million masks. And he was like, well, tell me, tell me this, tell me this. Why a million? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know what? I mean, every mask matters to me. Every one mask matters to me. But I don't know. Isn't that a pretty number? Isn't a million a, a, a beautiful number? Isn't the million mask movement? Look at those M's kind of rolling off your tongue. Like, And I realized that every mask matters. You, my team will tell you. I take every mask very serious. I take how we take care of them serious. I care about how we wrap them in rubber bands serious. I take how we store them in an office series like they matter because every person that shares with us what's going on behind their mask I, I i honor their willingness to share some of their truth and if you don't have anybody that you can talk to if you're feeling alone or that you don't have anybody to talk to you know there are people out there who want to help who are willing to help if you've been thinking about hurting yourself i want to tell you there's a national suicide prevention hotline a lifeline they call it the number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I uh, hope you hear the passion in, in Roni's voice around education and supporting these teachers who need to be well-equipped, not only with the content knowledge of a subject, but with the care and context of supporting the subjects who they're teaching those students. 
Thank you for being a part of this movement with us. We invite you to make a mask. We have some really exciting things going to be coming up in this month of February. So stay tuned. Um, we would like you to be a part of this million mask movement. You can make a mask at 100kmasks.com. We're excited to have you as a part of this journey with us. And we look forward to knowing more about you soon. Please like, share, subscribe. Anyone who you think can benefit from this episode, we look forward to seeing you soon. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you joined us. Uh, today's guest is Roni Habib. Uh, we, we talked about this right before the show, and I wanted to make sure I get it right. As you know, I, I really think names are important. I think it's so important that I do that. So, Roni, thank you for being here on the Taking Off the Mask podcast. Ashanti, it's such an honor to be with you, man. I absolutely love that we're doing this and reconnecting. I love your work. So, so thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited. Right on, man. Well, look, how about you tell folks about yourself? Uh, you know, you and I have connected a while back, but I'm going to let you tell yourself about yourself first. And then yeah. I'm going to tell, you know, how this reconnection just recently happened. And then uh, we can jump into the masks. Yeah, that sounds great, man. So um, I'm Ronnie Habib. I'm the founder of EQ Schools. And um, Shanti, by the way, pronounced my name beautifully at the beginning. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Not many people can do that. So thanks for that, my man. And uh I absolutely love what I do. You know, I started a company that brings mindfulness, emotional intelligence, and positive psychology training to to educators, to leaders in education, to parents as well, so that uh, so that they can really the adults can really thrive and then model that to the students that they work with or the kids that they they parent. You know, uh, and um, I speak all over the world. I uh, live in Santa Cruz with my two amazing kids. And I, I'm telling you, Ashanti, I freaking love what I do. It's just the, the, I can't believe I do like that. I do. I get to do what I do, you know, professionally. Um, and and I, you know, the reason I started this company was actually because. Is it okay if I go into this long story right please, away? Please, please do. Absolutely. Okay, cool. <laughs> the reason I started the company was because I. Um, I, I was a teacher before. I was a teacher for 15 years, primarily in high school, and I loved what I did back then too. And I, to be honest, I was a little burnt out even by my third year of teaching. And actually, I had a very intense wake-up call uh, one year. I, I, I get to school one day, and I park my car, and I walk out of my car, and I walk towards my classroom. It's the morning, but then all of a sudden there's an intercom that goes off telling us we have an emergency staff meeting. So, you know, I go into the quiet room. I, I, I sit down, wait to hear what's going on. In comes the principal and she looks totally distraught, Ashanti. And she, yeah. you know, tells us, you know, the story, but she tells us that, that one of our students committed suicide. Wow. And um, Ashanti, it was a moment like, like, I, first of all, I was stunned by it and it was really hard. But And I was hoping... And this might be a little selfish, but I was hoping it wasn't my student. You know, it's a big school. Yeah. And she said the name and it was my student. And Ashanti, oh, like wow. that, it like broke me. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, at wow. that moment, just like I felt shattered. Like, But the, the child, unfortunately, did it in a very public way. He used the train and, and everyone was about to know about it. So, as Ed, so what we needed to do was to break the news to kids before the news kind of got, got out, like, in, you know, and and basically yeah. what we wanted to do, yeah, as, as an educator, you know this, Ashanti, like you just, you put yourself aside and you go support the students, you know, and the kids. Right. So I just, I got up, 
you know, like with all of my colleagues, we got up uh, and we did that. And for a whole day, I supported students. And at the end of the day, his mother reached out to me wow. in an email. And she said, Mr. Abib, you had a real connection with my son. Mm. And I would really love for you to speak in his funeral. Because I, I took her son to, uh, yeah, it was crazy, Ashanti. Like, I, I actually, and it was such a beautiful, powerful moment. Really sad moment, of course. And of course, I said yes, you know. Yeah. Um, but the reason she reached out partly is because I, I, I led a, a camp for students that, that and I took this child to the camp. And it was all about, it was called Camp Any Every Town. And it was just nice. a place where it's very, uh, like learning about inclusivity and learning about, you know, kind of ended ending or, or trying to end racism, prejudice, yeah. sexism, all that stuff, you know. So, and he really loved it. He had a great time. But then three months later, he, he committed suicide. And wow, wow. I remember that Saturday walking to the church and mm. I'm sitting down in the first row and I see the mother speak about her child. And yeah. then the dad speak about his child. And then, and then I, and like at that moment, I like break down, you know, like I'm crying. Oof. And uh, then it's my turn to go up and speak. And then I, so I get up on stage and I said what I said in my speech. But at the end of the speech, Ashanti, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but I literally, I felt like I had a voice kind of channel through me. I felt this energy channel through me that told me if I'm going to continue to be an educator, there was nothing that was going to stop me from putting my students' well-being first. Nothing. Yeah. And uh, I told myself, like, I'm going to teach, the, no matter what I teach, like whether the school tells me I have to teach AP Econ or history or whatever, like I'm going to teach them how to be well first, you know, yeah. and, and, yeah. and explain to them that that's what I care about the most. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to create, I was going to, basically I was like, I'm going to create this class called positive psychology and teach them how to be well. But honestly, Ashanti, like I wasn't well, you know, I was burning out. I was truly traumatized. And you know how, like how mm. kids can smell bullshit from a mile away. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, yes, they can. Yes, yeah. They can. So like you can't do, you know what I mean? Like you can't teach some, you can't, you have to walk the walk. You know what I mean? So like I, uh, I, I, I saw a therapist. I actually went to, I started mindfulness practice in earnest in my life. I actually nice. used positive psychology nice. practices that really like helped me transform as, as, as a man, you know? And, and then I created the course and I was hoping 25 students would sign up and it turned out 107 signed up wow. and that totally blew me away, man. Like that was a moment where I realized like, it's not. It's not, it's wow. not at all about me. You know, it's just the kids and adults just want to know how to be well. And so year after year, like I've seen like four, you know, hundreds of kids go through this program and Ashanti, I'm telling you, they're behaviorally changing in front of my eyes. So yeah. then I realized, okay, like we really, like I can use this stuff in my AP Econ class. Some of the yeah. interventions that I do, the lessons that I give, they don't take long. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it's some of them are like five minutes, you know? Right. And I, it made it easier for me to teach my other classes. And then I started training other educators and it started out as a project, kind of like just creating workshops, but Ashanti, they like, it's just mushroomed, you know, like they grew and grew and grew. We yeah, created conferences yeah. and summits. Uh, you were invited <laughs> to speak in one of our conferences, which was, which, which uh, didn't end up happening, but it was, it was an amazing uh, event. And yeah. It's been uh, it's been an incredible journey, man, to like support at this at this point, like more than 100 
uh, schools and districts just in California and also worldwide. Nice. So that's a little nice. bit of my story. Thanks for, I mean, thanks for listening to this long story. Oh <laughs> man, no, that's, that's a, my background. You know, that's not long. That's the that's the story, and that's yeah. I, I think it's even more so incredible about the the passion you have. I didn't. I don't think I knew the history of that piece. Right. And and I think that when I when I think about why I reached out to you and was because the documentary you were featured in um it 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 resonated but also there was a student in the documentary who was at that school um who I mean so folks as you already recognize this episode we're talking about really important and deep meaningful topics and so maybe you feel a little activation just wanted to name it cuz maybe your heart is opening Whatever you feel, I hope it is it's connected to your heart. And if you're in your head about it, if you're if you're finding yourself like going into why are they talking about this, and like maybe you just want to get out of your head and jump into your heart right now, mm, because that. what I do know is that there are young people out there where this is the reality, and this is the the thoughts that process in their minds. And you know, we meet lots of people with these masks who who talk about they've thought about it. They've thought about taking their own life. They thought about not wanting to be here. They thought about their own, am I important? Am I valuable? And what I recognize is that if we don't have enough aware adults, (laughs) plenty of people are adults who are just disconnected from uh, their awareness around them. If we don't have enough aware adults, definitely teachers who who are in in their own world when this last two years, but definitely knowing that, man, where do we go when we don't feel like we we got it all figured out? Where do we go when we're trying to navigate the the journey of life in a way that feels authentic to us, but also know that people don't care or don't respect it? And, and how do we make sure that we make the most important things matter? I think yes. that's so important. Oh, and so, beautiful. you know, the, the reason I reached out to you, and I, I think yeah. thank you for starting with that story, because I uh, before this call, I was like, well, I don't want to break a, I don't want to break any news to you on this show like it's not a breaking news show it's a real heartfelt show and you know one of the young men um, from that school who was navigating his own stuff right navigating how to navigate the world and feeling like he didn't want to be here you know um who was a student at santa clara university he you know took his life and man and so this year at santa clara university this school year i think oh right. three they, they've had right. three right. and i think what, what i recognize in this work with educators and and you probably, as you've been doing this work longer than I have, I, I when I saw you creating EQ schools, I was like super juiced. I was watching from afar. You know, I was like, I was still a teacher at the time and trying to figure out how to get involved. And and when I went to that fellowship at the D school is when I really got to your side of the bay. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to connect. I'm going to connect. And I, yeah. I did some workshops at Gun and at, at the schools on that side. And I was really recognizing like, we got to have educators who see more than themselves as teachers of a subject. Yeah. And I'm glad that you said, I will do this. Like, and oftentimes I, I we, we probably seen all kinds of teachers who feel forced to do it, don't want to do it or feel, don't feel equipped to do it. And how do we make sure that they know that it's just building connection? Yeah. Like exactly. aside from the subject yeah. expert that you are, I think so many educators are content experts. Sure. Content, content experts. But how do we become connection experts, yeah, <laughs> relationship exactly. experts exactly. in addition, right? Because I think that there's some kids who, if they don't have a relationship with you, they're not going to learn from you, well, even I, if it's at their own detriment, right? 
Yeah, I think it's true for most kids, you know, like the truth is, I mean, and, you know, in schools, it's it's very clear if you've been a teacher more than like, you know, a couple of minutes, you know, like that relationships are number one in terms like if you because at the end of the day, like if you think about learning, right, and teaching and learning, right, like you you could stand in front of a class and deliver information. That doesn't mean any learning is happening. Do you know what I mean? That's right. And like your goal as an educator is not to disseminate information. It's for kids to learn. So like, yeah. Yeah. You, so, the, so really like the, the connection that you make with them is absolutely critical. And in fact, I, it's f- so funny that you mentioned relationships and awareness, you know, yeah. and the importance for the adult in the room to have self-awareness and social awareness and attunement. All of that is so critical. I'm writing a book now. Uh, that, that, so I developed a model called ramp. Okay. And ramp mm. basically are the five, it's a four letter words, but it's like five elements that contribute to anyone's well being. And it turns out that if, if you really focus on those five elements, the teaching and learning actually becomes more fun and, and more effective, like academic achievement improves. Mm. And just very briefly, like ramp stands for relationships. Yeah. A is for advancement and awareness. Mm. Uh, the, uh, the M is meaning being connected to our meeting and P is really experiencing positive emotions in our life. Ideally a three to one mm. ratio of positive emotions to difficult emotions while still allowing ourselves to experience difficult emotions, you know, like that's yeah. a really important piece. But if you, if you, if as an educator and then it's just as a person, you decide, okay, I'm going to intentionally allow myself to invest time into those elements, I'm going to ramp up my well-being and my resilience and my life, and frankly, my teaching as well. You know, yeah. Um, and I, in the book, like I show a whole bunch of different ways of how to do that and how to build emo. It's called really, if you think about it, it's emotional resonance. Like it's that emotional resonance is when our limbic system, like the emotional reasoning of our brain, is in sync in a positive way with another person. It's like a mo- like right now, you and I, we experience yeah. emotional resonance. Why? Because we we are just like totally in sync. We love what we're talking about. Like this is super fun. We highly, I mean, I highly admire you. I, I won't, won't speak for 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 you in terms of me, but <laughs> but you know, there's resonance. Absolutely. And man. it turns out that the fastest way to experience resonance is through laughter. You know, and like through, and so one of the things that I write about in the book and that I show in my workshops with teachers, it's like, hey, let's like invest in moments of resonance in investing moments of play. Like we actually like play a bunch of games together and like they, the adults experience the resonance and the joy and how these games put us in a mindful state right away in a state where we're aware of the other person. And so like right away, it's an entry point into joy, positive emotions and awareness and attunement with other people. And then of course, there's a whole bunch of other uh, elements to it. Yeah. Man. Sorry, I, I can keep going on forever about this. No, no, this is, this is exactly what people need to hear. And I think, yeah. I mean, even more so than for teachers, educators, is for parents, adults, and yeah. just even people who don't even have children. But all the people, totally. us connecting to each other, do you know how much do we see today when we watch the people who are supposed to be in charge of this, of right. leading this country, yeah. operate yeah. as if they're suspended in toddlerism? Yeah. You're like, are you, are, yeah, are you, yeah, an, ad, are you yeah. an adult toddler? Right. What's happening? Yeah. Right. And now you watch it and you're like, I don't, do you, they even know that they're operating like this? Right. Do they even know exactly. that they're, they, their they, awareness. 
Is there an awareness there? there is right? there an awareness even yeah. starting there? Yeah. And I, I, oh my goodness. And I, and I think that one of the things that, you know, you talked about, and I think that I see when, you know, when, when I, I'm telling you about from afar, I have been, I've been watching your work since you, before you started, when you first oh, started right EQ on, schools, man. I want you to know that like I, somebody said, have you heard of this program? And I had not. And when I first heard about it, I was just starting ever forward club. I was yep. trying to get involved. I wasn't, I wasn't doing speaking engagements. I was just a teacher uh-huh. trying to just do really good work. And yeah, yeah. I have been uh, cheering you on from, oh, from, thanks, from, man. from afar, man. So I, I want really, you to know that. Really and I appreciate that. Thanks. And, and when I couldn't present that one year, I was bummed. I was like, oh, I've been one year. But I think, you know, we're going to make it happen. Hey, when it's supposed sure. to happen, it will happen, 100, right? A hundred percent. I think everything happens at the right time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You got it, man. You got it. Yeah. And one of the things that, you know, you spoke about, I think in terms of like the emotions and what we're seeing with young people today, what I, what I try to do with educators, because I'm not in schools directly as a teacher, but I'm, I'm doing the work from outside in schools. Yep. Is I try to help educators recognize that just making sure they had enough masks, making sure they had hand, uh, stockpiles of sanitizer, making sure they put arrows on the floor of what side kids are going to walk down the hall. They had to have students come back to schools that were going to give them room to process what they had just missed or experienced over that last year. Right. And what I saw so many schools do just come back to business as usual. Yeah. And and I've seen it. And it's uh, a missed opportunity, man. It's such a missed opportunity because I mean, again, it's one of those things that it's like, you can't, you can't pretend, you know, like you can't pretend that all of a sudden, like nothing happened. Like we just went through a collective trauma, you know? That's right. That's right. So like, how about taking intentional time aside and just say, you know what? Here's the thing. Yes. Yeah. Academics are important. No question. Of course they are. Like no one's saying they're not, you know? Yeah. However, why don't we take, you know, like, I'm, you know, 30 minutes a day, 45 minutes a day to have some time built into yeah. the schedule where we, where we simply allow for space for, for, yeah. for students to, to share and to, to connect. And we could even, you know, it's interesting because like a lot of educators, yeah. it's, it's kind of interesting because I find that it's particularly true in high school simply because high school teachers, and by the way, I freaking love teachers. I think they're amazing people. Okay. Let's just put that out there. Number one. Me and too. with that, Me yeah, too. for sure. And with that, I think that it's like the the topic of emotions and the topic of bringing, like creating and holding space and creating space for students to share can feel a little intimidating, especially for high school yeah. teachers because they consider themselves content experts yeah, a, yeah, as opposed to connection experts as we talked about. Although some of them are absolutely amazing at both, you know. But That's what's right. interesting, right. so you could, pro- like, but there's ways around it, right? Like you can provide teachers, for example, with prompts, just to start off, like, just restorative circle prompts, right? Where it's like, hey, tell me about one person in your life you deeply care about. Tell me one mm-hmm. one thing you struggle about. Like, to talk yeah. to me about one thing that was particularly tough about the pandemic. Like, there's all, you know, 30, 40 prompts that you could put together and just, like, have discussion starters. And a lot of time, Ashanti, here's what I find. Mm. Like more than anything, what people want in the world is to feel seen and to feel heard and to feel understood. And Hmm. if you create the space and hold that space for them without giving any solution, without you're not fixing a problem, you're just simply like holding space for them and telling them, hey, you know what? You're not alone. Yeah. Yeah, we're struggling through this together, but you're not alone. And I'm I'm not leaving like I'm with you right here. You know, that 
alone makes such a massive difference for, for really for anyone. Um, and then, and then they can internalize it to themselves with some self-compassion and understand it. Like if they're not there for themselves, who's there for them? You know, like they're they're and they're able, and if not now, then when, right, they're actually able to really, uh, internalize it. And that to me, that's massive, right? That's, yeah. that's like, that's, we win the game. If we do that, we win the game, you know? <laughs> you know, and there's a, the, I think what's, what's beautiful now is that I think more young people are beginning and, and, and definitely we have work to do with them beginning to like advocate for themselves. I think that when yeah. I first started teaching in 2001, 2002, yeah. like, yep. like there, first of all, there was no cell phones. There was no Facebook. Right, there right, was right. no Instagram. <laughs> there was, there was a lot less. I mean, that, that was not that long ago, but it was a, almost a, a, a generation ago, right? Where yeah. the students weren't sucked into all of the things that they kind of currently get sucked into, but they were sucked in in different ways. There was totally. still, pressure there was still peer pressure there was still emotional sure. baggage and i think that now i think students are starting to try to find their voice and i think that what we one of the things that is a benefit of the social media world is we can get the message out farther and faster and some of the danger is that you have a lot more misinformation you have to navigate through For and help sure. young people to navigate through to help parents navigate yeah. through and also you know like think about this especially when it comes to kids you know like so when you and i were in middle school it's like you know it's like something let's say something embarrassing happens right yeah so we experience shame about this right and yeah but the shame kind of ends after maybe like a day or two because it dissipates you know and all that and now like boom like middle school it's on you do something stupid it's on social media it, it the shame's amplified you know and so like yeah. how does a child mm -hmm. so it's like it's more important, in my opinion, it's more important than ever that we provide not only students, but adults also with the with the emotional intelligence skills of knowing how to how to regulate shame, how to regulate yeah. fear, how to even be aware that they're fearful, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, I'll take a little bit of a tangent, you know, but like let's talk about um, other really important topics like social justice topics, right? Yeah, like well, yeah. uh, we like having so a lot of schools are doing work and not just schools organizations too like businesses and stuff do work around equity work right like yeah social yeah. social justice work and but what's interesting is that what a lot of these organizations don't understand is that you can't spell equity without eq you know like you have <laughs> to have emotional intelligence skills to be able to have conversations and and an like that are fruitful when it comes mm -hmm. to equity. Like for example, that's right. We need to like let's say that you're in a classroom, right? And you yeah. bring the topic of uh, implicit bias, which you and I know is implicit bias is very is very like it's it just is a fact. Like it it happens for all of us. Do you know what I mean? Like each one yeah. of us has implicit bias. It doesn't matter what color or creed you are. Like, we just have that, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. but it can be a very intimidating, in, like it could be an intimidating topic for, for those who are typically, who have more power society, societally, right? And so like, yeah. yeah. so it's easy for, let's say, I'm just going to say like, it, it might be easier for a, a white, uh, you know, teenager boy to feel defensive, to feel like, oh, you're bringing this up and yeah. this, this feels threatening to me, yeah. but he's, they're not even aware that it's threatening to them. Right. Does that make sense? And so like, 
if they are able to have the awareness and then they're able to be aware, oh, like I experienced some fear right now and then yeah. are able to actually regulate their fear, then they are able to get mm. curious about the experience of the black girl who's right next to them. You know what I mean? And actually yeah. say like, hey, I don't know what your experience is. I don't, I'm it not going to pretend to know what your experience because I don't know what it is. But I want to know. I, I like... I'm interested, like I want to imagine and I want to know. So tell me. And I'm yeah. willing to be educated. Like I, I'm willing to be, to have that humility or, or be humble to say, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I don't know. So I want to know. But there's That's no right. way you could do that if the, if the person is in fear. As soon as they're in fear, they're defensive. As soon as they're defensive, there's no empathy. Like in order to have equity, you have to have empathy. In order to have empathy, you need to be present mm. and curious about somebody else. So all Man. all those things, it all comes together. You know what I mean to to the to the um, to this important work of 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 really being of well being, resilience, and emotional intelligence. Yeah. Oh man. Man, you know, I think I think we're I think this is maybe the first of a mini conversations we're gonna yeah, like right on, like re reinvigorate around these topics. And maybe what we do is you and I will jump into our our work right now. We'll do some of yeah. our work around these masks, right? Yeah. I think you you started off your intro with like really a, a, a beautiful reveal and thank you for sharing that. And um, sure, sure. um but I'll but I'll let you see I, we always let our guts go first. So decide who shares their mask first. So you as the guest can decide either you go first or I go first. Yeah, I'd, I'm just curious. I mean, I'd, I'm happy to go first, but I'm, I'm my my kind of child in me wants to like know more about you. So okay. <laughs> I'd love for you to go first. You know what I'm saying? All I'm right. About you. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, here, here I'm going to show my picture and I'll show you the I just showed the front. Here we go. This is the front. So that's what I drew today. It's, it's, oh, it's cool. a mess. It's a messy head right there i love it uh, but th here's the words i wrote i wrote funny serious and passion i love that and uh i think i think yet i don't know if it was this morning or last night i don't know what i even heard i remember just having like i think i was trying to figure something out and my brain was like going all over but and i just started laughing it was actually this morning it was actually this morning I'm trying to keep track of what is when and i was just like why am I taking this so serious? Why am I like yeah, overthinking yeah. this thing? Right. I just started laughing and I think, you know, but I, and I usually don't write funny first. I usually write serious first. Cause I think oh, I'm more serious as much as I really want to just be funny all the time and, yeah, and yeah, laugh yeah. all the time. I think I have uh, my goals and dreams are so much bigger, right? My, yeah. like my goals and dreams and my, 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 expe my expectations of myself is so huge that, mm. I, that it, like funny, you probably wouldn't. When students would describe me at the end of the year, they'd be like, "Oh, you? He's always yelling." Oh, I'm like yelling. <laughs> oh, I don't even yell. Like my voice yeah. is just loud as it is. But because yeah. I was I was serious all the time, right, it wasn't right. like he's very funny. Even though I, I I like to laugh with them and at them and yeah at myself, totally. right? Yeah, uh, for sure. But today that one showed up first, which is not usually often. Um, and then passion. Uh, I think you know this work that. You're talking about like I'm choose I'm like I'm 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 like sweating I'm like this is exactly yeah. the work that I want to be doing in the world and I think we we need to help uh, this education system na nationally to really re rethink how education is being done and how it's being yeah. done to kids as opposed to for them and with them right and I think that that's part exactly. of my passion is. 
And now as an outsider, and you, and, and this is part of the work that I think you and I can, can find time to discuss, because I, I, I watched you build this organization while you were, you know, from a teacher, and yep. I was still a teacher at the time, trying to, like, yeah. figure out how to do it. And I think as an outsider, I become the salesman, right? Sure. And and now I got to, like, I, I know you need this, but now <laughs> I'm having to tell you I need it, that you need it, and to tell you that there's a cost because yeah yeah I, yeah I have to have to survive and I have to run yeah, an organization sure. of course of course and that that becomes the most difficult conversation and so, sure, so sure, that's yeah. my front that's the front of my mask because just trying to navigate that sometimes yeah I super appreciate you sharing that that's that's really um I love how real and authentic and vulnerable you are that that's a that's a beautiful quality man I I thank you thank you thank you yeah, for sure all right, so you're up. You're okay. you're on the front. You're front, and then I'll do the back after you do the front. Yeah, got it. So let me just ask for clarifying. The front is the things that we want to share, right? Like the, or like the thing. Yeah, like it's easy for us. To, okay, got it. Cool. Yeah, the things that you that you things that you gladly let people see about. Yeah, you. The totally. Things, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, so you know, uh, I wrote. So here's what I wrote for the things that I'll, I'm gladly. And I don't know if it's easy for you to see or not, but I can read them too. Okay. So, um, so the first one I wrote, like my ability to give and receive love, something mm. that I just, I just love to share. And I, I love for people to see it. You know, it's one of my top character strengths. So it's, and it's, mm. and it's kind of comes easy for me and I love it, you know? Uh, and, and funny enough, like one of the things that I, that it's easy, you know, that it's, I'd love to share and easy. I think it's true for most people. It's like, it's like my success, right? It's like, Oh, like here, like I'm this wonderful person, <laughs> you know, like here's all of my success and stuff like that. Right. Like that's easy to share. And it's like, but it's, it's ego driven. Right. And, yeah. and I think, and I, as long, I mean, at least I have awareness about it. You know, that's like <laughs> that's it comes from the ego and, you know, it, it, I think all of us have that to an extent. And then um, just like my playful fun side, I was, I was going to say my playful fun side is, is another yeah. thing that I just I really enjoy, like kind of putting out there, you know. Um, so so, yeah, those are mine. I just wanted to respond to one of yours. If that's is it OK if I just respond? Real Absolutely. Quick to one? Yeah, please. I think please. that one of the things you shared, you know, in terms of like having that difficult conversation with like you know, prospective clients where you're like, Hey, this works important. And here's what the cost is and all of that. I think even that, like it, it's, it's, it's such a beautiful growth edge for any entrepreneur like you and I to be able to yeah. really step into that power and, and to, to do the internal work necessary to move through any, what I call like gremlins in our minds, yeah. you know, like that, you know, like the itty bitty shitty committee in your mind. <laughs> that basic, you know, like that voice that tells you you're not enough or you're too expensive oh. or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Yes. Here, here's the crazy thing. Like you and I both know that, number one, this this work, it's interesting because actually I find that this work is like needs less and less explanation as time moves on. Like people finally yeah. are getting it. Oh, yeah. Like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This stuff is really, really important, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then, and the other piece is, you know, like there's a lot of money like in, <laughs> in, in schools and professional development and, yeah. and frankly, not just schools, organizations as well. Right. And rightfully so, like you need to invest in your human resources. It's really, it's an, it's right. absolutely key. 
and important. And, um, you know, it's I, both you and I are not, you know, we're doing it from, we're doing it to create good impact in the world. We're not That's doing right. this to be right. millionaires. You know what I'm saying? Like this is yeah. just, we're doing this because we, like if we wanted to become super wealthy, we would do something else. You know what I mean? And that's okay. True. Uh, <laughs> Very true. <laughs> but, but like you said, we have to live, we have to survive. And that's okay too, you know? That's right. To, yeah. Sorry. I, I, that's kind of something I wanted to, to put out. No, I'm glad you I, did. No, it's, it's, I think it connects to my... Yeah, we can delve more into that at some other some other time with another podcast because there's a lot there to unpack, especially around like masculinity and around um, yeah, just just that masculine energy. And I actually feel like interestingly, when it comes to sales yeah. and it comes to service, it's combining the masculine with the feminine, like yeah. energy that really um, leads to great results because at the end yeah. of the day like we're coming from a place of service and and and, and support right and if yeah. if it's yeah. a match then it's great and if not it's not it's okay and i think that that you know what, what you just said right there i think when i thought about what i was saying for the front it can it started to connect to the back because i think there's yeah. that fine line between the parts of myself that i actually talk about the passion purpose and i don't talk about the things here right the right. the worry yeah. the doubt yeah. and the yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. never, I, and I've never written the word aging before. I've never wow. written it yeah. until the other day when I yeah. was like, why, why was getting out of that chair felt like yeah. different than it had before. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I'm make, I'm, that's not, that's, make, that's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah, right. and, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, like, what does that, uh, I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a men's team with a man who's in his seventies. And right, every so often he's in the season of like talking about, this idea of aging and mm. only recently that, that I've began thinking of my own, um, like sure. I know that life and death is part of life, right? Part of this sure. experience on earth. Sure. Right. Sure. But it, only on my own thinking of my own. And I'm like, Oh wow. Like I think, uh, this, you know, this season of wearing mat, I think the, the heat from my, my breath yeah. has increased the number of grays that have popped out of my beard over the last year. Uh, I'm like, what's going on? They're, they're, they're exponentially growing. They're like, what's yeah, happening yeah. here? Um, <laughs> I was yeah, like the other day, I was like, at least you still have hair. You know what I mean? Some of us don't have hair. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, there's, there's that season of the, of the lock system that begins to say, okay, why, 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 am, why is it, is it, are my roots thinner? Like, what's yeah, going right. on with this? And then asking that question, like, yeah. I, I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the guy with like a, th a dread hanging on by a thread, you know? <laughs> it's like, like no, like, oh my god! So, so all so of those funny. things, like the the worry, the doubt, the organizational yeah. growth, like totally. having big dreams for myself and having dreams for the team that we're trying to build, and like yeah. what what like I think those are things that I. In this podcast, I talk about it more than all, more than ever because it's it's me sharing my mask. But when I leave this one hour conversation, it it more gets shut down to the recesses of of like right. get things done, go busy, yeah, yeah, get, yeah, yeah, get yeah, focused, yeah, yeah. right? Um, but I think those are some things that I think about a lot. Oh man, I'm so grateful that you shared those with me because I now I don't feel alone. <laughs> it's so funny you, you, the stuff you shared is pretty much exactly what i shared what, what i wrote i wrote um 
I mean, speaking of worry, I specifically wrote about like financial worries, you know, like compulsive, fearful thoughts around finance, which is funny because like I, I, uh, you know, I have more money than I've ever had in my life. Like right now, you know, it's like mm -hmm. I, I, I'm financially like quite stable, but, and, and like my work affords me a crazy amount of abundance and our, my mind, you know, like it's still there. It's still the worry is still there. It's so funny how our brain works. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually know, I know, you know, I have, <laughs> I have friends of friends who literally are millionaires and are still worried about money. It's the craziest mm. thing, you know, but yeah. so, so like, yeah, like that stuff comes up and it's not even like, it's interesting because I thought about this and it's not at the root of it. It's more just like safety, you know, like, mm. just like, yeah. am I like, yeah like looking through all the little like possible threats that might happen like in the future, right. you know, our brain, right. it's interesting. I think it was Tony Rob. I heard, might've heard this from Tony Robbins. Funny enough. I, um, he says something like our brain is not made to make us happy. Our brain is designed to make us survive. And I think it's true, mm. right? Like our brain, like the, the hardware that we have is the same hardware we had, you know, when we were hunter gatherers and needed to flee from, tigers and stuff you know and lions yeah. in, in the forest <laughs> and now we're like worried about so now we're worried about oh like what do i have enough savings do i have enough like you know and it's it feels like a real threat even though it's not really a threat you know but mm. so that's that's one of my things another one is uh, that i wrote is like fear of being alone you know i just for vulnerability's mm. sake i'll just um yeah i'll just share very honestly and vulnerably with you i i went through a divorce in the last uh, like about a year and a half ago and uh, it was very hard and now it just to be totally clear it's also a hundred percent a gift do you with me like I, I find that it's such a good thing not only for me and actually for my ex-wife but even for my kids you know and I was mostly worried about my two kids right that's the thing that scared me the most and I actually see yeah. that there's uh, such a gift in that even for them. So, um, and it's, it was hard and there are, and now, you know, I'm in a relationship with an amazing woman who nice. I'm, I'm just like crazy, like I'm crazy about and she's crazy about me, which is all great. But like the whole experience has, has made me learn to live with loneliness or yeah. and like accept like not necessarily make loneliness wrong or like like it's a bad emotion but more just yeah. like really learn how to how to deal with uh, not how to deal but how to like welcome in sadness welcome in loneliness welcome in all those things you know that's right but the fear of it is definitely present sometimes and so like i, I have that fear from time to time and then the last yeah. thing i said mm. was um by the way i'll say one more point about this i got to a place you know, it's such a crazy time because, you know, I'm going through this divorce. It's yeah. COVID. There were fires in Santa Cruz. Mm. I had my two kids. I, my business, you know, like, uh, like, knock on wood, it's doing great. But, like, I didn't know, you know, like, at the time, it was yeah. like, who knows? And um, I had a moment of realizing, I had a, a moment of, of, especially it was in the beginning of it, and I was alone in my apartment, in my um living room in my house and i realized that i am like 
I'm a hundred percent okay. And I'm, and I'm going to be absolutely fine. And I'm yeah. there for myself fully as I'm feeling the difficult emotion of being alone or the difficult emotions of worrying about the future and stuff. And that moment I think is like the biggest gift that I could have gotten from this whole process because mm -hmm. there is nothing like, I don't feel like anything can stop me. I guess it's just, yeah. you know, it's like, so yeah. So, and, and I can deal with a lot more uncertainty. I can deal with a lot more, you know, uh, just yeah, and which I think is so important in in our journey, you know, Ashanti, especially yeah. as trailblazers and, and as as uh, entrepreneurs who, you know, let's face it, like we we don't have a tenure, you know, we don't have, a, <laughs> you know, it's like we, it's, yeah. you know, it's it's a bit of a roller coaster, but it's it's a it's a really good one, you know. Um, oh man! And then the last thing I wrote was my physical limitations. Funny enough, like talking about aging, you know, mm -hmm. it's like hard for me to. Um, like I can't run anymore. I can get the elliptical and stuff, but it's hard for me to run yeah. because of like a hip flexor thing that I got. Yeah. And um, and like I, yeah, it's a, it's one of those things that it's not easy for me to accept. You know, like I, I find that there's a challenge that I have around like yeah. accepting accepting aging, accepting, but. I, I think that what the gift in there is like that, uh, that it's like basically a little like reminder every single day to be like, okay, are you going to love your body or are you going to yeah. ignore it? You know, yeah. like, cause it's, yeah. it starts here. It's all like, you know, talking about mindfulness and presence and all that. It That's starts right. with the body. We spent so much time up here in our head, which puts us in the past or in the future wow. to be present. You want to be in the body, you know? That's right. That's and, right. And, and realize that it's such a gift, like the, the, your heart, you know, is as long as it beats, you live, you know, like you didn't have to work for it. It just like pumps blood to have all your organs. Like there's just, it's so, we just take our bodies and our health for granted, you know, and it's, yeah. Um, yeah anyways, so I, I, that's kind of my work around that. Oh, man. Yeah. Man, you man, thank you, thank thank you for sharing those, and thank you for the specificity on the wor the worry, because I think yeah. the worry about money is one that boy, oh boy, if I <laughs> I got there's a video I'm I'm gonna probably share. Uh, I, I made it last year, but I didn't share it, or I made it in 2021, or 2020. Mm -hmm. We lost 100 percent of our work 2020, right. like 100. Right. Like I, I it, every time somebody called and canceled on. I, we sure. would put like this yellow dot on the calendar. Yeah, yeah. And literally, I kept the calendar's like right across from me, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And in my mind, I'm showing up at work. I'm doing work. I'm working hard, but my yeah. brain is like, What are we gonna do? Yeah, totally, like, man. What are we gonna like? How? Totally. <laughs> what's going? Like what's going? Like everything, yes. everything, 100. Yes. And I and I literally, I, some. I remember one day when the last one got canceled, and I knew they were all going to get canceled eventually. Yeah. I had to just walk. I walked outside. I remember just walking right. outside, and right. there's a park. There's a park behind our in this area. Yep. I had to just walk to the park, and I was just like, "What's going on?" Like just yeah. like like all the moments of like, like Shanti, like you were an engineer. You had a good. You had your tenure as a teacher. You gave right. all that up, and now you're figuring out here trying to like run this organization. And now the world has shut down. Now what? Right. <laughs> and I really yeah. felt like. I felt afraid. I felt fear. Yeah. I felt yeah. I felt worry. I felt doubt. I felt totally. 
Do I run, do I run, go get a teaching job and make sure that I can, you know, right. like I grew up poor. I, I, I yeah. made a promise to myself that I would never, ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> as an adult, yeah, feel that again, you know? Yeah. And those moments of like working so hard, like, and feeling yeah. like, okay, something, something, some, I'm missing something. I know I got some skills to work on still, but right. man, like I can't work any harder. So yeah. how do I work smarter? How do I, like, I don't know. And it was a moment yeah. of that year hit me, hit, dropped me to my, my core. Yeah. Like, what is your purpose? Why are you doing this? Like, oh, oh I'm not doing it for money. You're right. But what, but I got to survive. I made yeah, a promise to myself. I, pro- I made a promise to my 12 year old, 15 year old, 17 year old self that I would never yeah. live like this home. When I, when I become an adult yeah. and so that 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 continue fighting with my the, the, the that promise i made to myself like okay right so what does that mean what does that mean next what, is, what do we got to do how do we pivot and it was more of just yeah. like oh, okay let's get back to it right it was more of a moment of like i needed to get to my my yeah. heart was was breaking you know yeah for yeah. sure man yeah well and here's the beautiful thing it's first of all thank you again for being so like just love talking to you man because you're real you know like and we can show we can share our emotions with one another i think that's beautiful you know um thank you yeah and i love holding space for you in that way and uh and have you hold space for me i I, i'll tell you i i had what's beautiful is that you did the work you know like you actually slow down and you you connected with your heart you know like you connected with all the difficult uh perhaps Mm. but you know interestingly not just difficult but i think in a way beautiful emotions that came up right like the fear the 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 shame the maybe the you know the uncertainty and all of that that can come with it man i had the exact same experience i went on a walk one day you know like (laughs) it was insane man like i think it was probably 80 percent of my work got canceled you know uh in the beginning of 2020 and 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 then and then I mean, I literally had a moment where I was like, I don't know how the, I don't know if you could, can I swear on this thing or not? Are we allowed to swear? Maybe not. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. Swear. Yeah. Help yourself. Help yourself. No, I was just like, how the fuck is this going to happen? You yeah, I mean? man. Like, yeah. And really, yeah. Being really worried and, and oh, questioning man. my, my judgment, questioning my, um, my decision-making and all of that. And, you know, I have two kids. Uh, do you have kids, Ashanti? No, I, I was I raised yeah. my godsons, but no, no, oh, no biological. Yeah, 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 totally. So you know, so it's like, yeah, but but as you know, you raise your godson, right? So it's like like you know, there's a certain level of, I mean, there's responsibility there beyond you know beyond just you. So it's like, yeah, there's a, there's definitely a lot of stuff happening, but I. I feel like that's just an important part of life, man. To yeah. to be able yeah. to, you know, ha- like learn from the lows you know i think yeah i forgot yeah. who said that but it's only only in the darkness can you see the stars you know yeah so mm. Um, mm. i think that's really true oh i'm so glad you just said that oh <laughs> yes yes yeah you know listen i um i have a feeling that it, that we, you and i are gonna i I have a feeling that something's about to happen after this. Like I, I'm, I'm excited to reconnect. Yeah, I'm excited to that. be back in connection with you. And I want to, yeah. um, I, I want us to continue this conversation. I want us to um, continue a conversation where you and I figure how, you know, how, how us, me can support the work you're doing 
yeah, and how I we can that. continue serving. Because right now, more than ever, I think our schools, educators, parents are sure. needing a lot of support. They may, they may not even know where to go for, you know? For sure. Um, and so oh, no. I'm a hundred man. I, if I a hundred percent with you, I'd love to support you in your work. And, um, yeah. And thank you for offering to support me in mine. I think I, I feel a lot of synergy, man, between our work yeah. for sure. And yeah. like, I'm just yeah. like also just in connection with you. So hundred <laughs> oh, percent, let's, let's do it. We're going to do it. Well, let's do That's this. Good. How about you tell folks how, where, where they should follow you, how they can find out yep. about the work you're doing, where awesome. the place, and we'll, we'll put all this in the show notes, but tell them how they can stay in yeah, touch with sure. you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You've inspired so, me today. Uh, right on, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. So on Twitter, I'm at Ronnie underscore Habib. So you can find me there, but you also find my, my website, you know, it's just eqschools.com. And when you go to eqschools.com, if you want to talk to me about doing any, um, you know, any work with, with your school and, and or even just your business, your organization. And I do a lot of work with businesses as well. Um, but, the, you know, just uh, click on Let's Chat or Let's Talk, I think the name of the button is. And then it'll take you to my calendar. You can book a time and we'll just connect for like 30 minutes and just see if it's a fit. And I'd love, love, love to to uh, have that opportunity to, to learn whether I can be of support to you and your organization. Um and then, uh, yeah, my, my email is just ronnie at eqschools.com. And on Facebook, we're just, you know, EQ Schools, the Facebook page. And you can also find me, Ronnie Habib, on Facebook and Instagram as well. I'm Ronnie Habib 81, I think, something like that. <laughs> so, um, Ashanti, thank you, man, for, thank you so much for taking the thank time you. to do this together. It's been such an honor and a pleasure. And if there's anything I can do, really, uh, please don't. Don't hesitate to reach out. I'd love to continue to uh, our work together, you know. Let's do it. And, you know, I'm glad that, I mean, I'm unfortunately uh, that that tragic situation um, that happened causes reconnection. But I think maybe everything happens for a reason. I think it was yep. meant to happen. And at yep. the right time, it was going to happen again. And so for anyone out there, you know, we had, a, we had some difficult topics in this uh, podcast. And so if anyone out there is... Um, um, considering or have been thinking and have, having suicidal ideations, um, there is support out there. Um, I want you to know that the, the national um, hotline is, um, will, has a lot of support, um, and I want to make sure that you have access to that. And we'll put, um, we'll put that, actually, I'm going to give you the number right now, um, like, like just to make sure that it's in the show. The number is one 800 273 8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Um, there is help out there. And just, uh, I just, Johnny, thank you, Roni. Roni, yeah. thank you yeah, again you it, for being a part of the Take You Off the Mask podcast. You, you know, all, if you want to make a mask out there, you can make your mask anonymously at 100kmasks.com. Uh, we, we share our mask here publicly, but you can make one without anyone seeing it and, and it helps add to this conversation around the mask we wear so thank you all so much uh, have a great day and we'll look forward to seeing you all again soon take Cheers. care y'all taking off the mask podcast is produced by ryan louie editing videography is also by ryan louie graphics by kelly wong and a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez and Kevin Romero. 
I'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast. As we hit this one year anniversary, we hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're a part of the taking off the mask experience. And we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe and share. And we look forward to us continuing to offer conversations that matter. Take care. See you soon.